Hello everyone, this is Stephen Strang and welcome to my podcast for Thursday, November 12th, 2020. I have been very busy since the election. I haven't been doing as many podcasts and certainly not about the election itself and certainly not for my God Trump in the 2020 election podcast, which I had sort of decided I would do only up until the election. But actually, this election is ongoing, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast, was to give you my perspective and also share with what different Christian leaders are saying. Now, I'm going to run this both on my Strang Report and also God Trump in the 2020 election, so I hope it doesn't confuse anyone who might look at both. I just saw numbers today. You might be interested. My God Trump in the 2020 election is now over 1.1 million downloads, and my Strang Report is right at uh, 4.2 million for a total of 5.3 million so far this year, which is pretty incredible, and continuing to grow. Now, one of my biggest podcasts was earlier this year when I talked about what some Christian leaders were saying about COVID-19, and this was when it was very hard to even get anyone on the phone to interview, which is sort of my normal format. On Election Day itself, I flew out to be with Kenneth Copeland's ministry. They have something they call America Stands. They had election night coverage, and I thought they did a very professional, very good job. And, and of course, when the voting stopped at about 1 o'clock, 1.30 Central Time, of course, they ended their broadcast. I was one of their panelists that they had to opine about it. When they cut off the voting, it looked like Donald Trump had won, although, you know, there were a number of states that had not been called yet. In the middle of the night, we found out the next morning, because I was on the program for three more hours the next morning, and we saw David Barton, who was helping, was showing that at four in the morning in a couple states, there was a huge spike for Joe Biden. Obviously, they had found some election results. And since then, of course, we have found that there are many, many instances of voter fraud that have to be investigated and have to be adjudicated some way. In fact, I read today that there are 11,000 incidents. It's hard for me to believe that many. So this election is not over, even though Joe Biden has, uh, you know, declared himself the winner and the media has declared him the winner. And the media says, oh, there's nothing to all these things about election fraud. Well, the fact is, there is a lot to it. And the more evidence that comes out, it's more and more concerning. I personally believe that Donald Trump is going to be elected. And one of the reasons, and I said this on Kenneth Copeland's, or actually it was America Stands, is because there were prophecies. There were prophecies as far back as Kim Clement in 2007, that God was going to raise up this disruptor who was also a man after his own heart, like King David, and that he would serve two terms. I document this in my book, God Trump in the 2020 Election, as well as in God and Donald Trump, which I wrote in 2017. And, you know, it's interesting that on the America Stands, you know, they had a number of Christian leaders, and they had some of their staff, and everybody was saying, hey, we've got to believe God. You know, this is not over. And that's the stance today. It's not over, and we need to believe God. And 
we have done a number of things on charismanews.com website. In fact, some of the things I'm going to refer to are actually from the website. And you need to check them out because together they do give kind of an idea of what Christian leaders are saying to just help you have a perspective. Not that we follow what Christian leaders are saying blindly, of course not. But we also don't blindly follow the secular media that has proven itself to not be friendly to Christian principles, that's for sure, not even friendly to conservative values, and now is almost even biased the other way. So be like me, turn off the news. You know, I'm a news junkie. (laughs) I used to watch Fox News hours on end if I had nothing better to do, or I've barely turned it on since the election. I am so disappointed that I actually deleted the Fox News app from my cell phone. I'm not even interested in reading it anymore. And I haven't been watching Fox News nor the other networks. I just haven't. Why should I? I mean, it'll just upset me. You know, this is going to take a number of weeks to work through. The people on the Republican side are very, very convinced that they already have the votes, and it's a matter of proving the voter fraud. This probably will go to the Supreme Court. And, you know, thankfully, we have a system to take care of all these things, and I believe that it will just move ahead step by step. What is the Lord saying? Well, it's interesting that every single Christian leader I know who's a conservative, now I realize there's some kind of liberals, I don't interact with those people that often. There were a number who tended to vote for Joe Biden. But the interesting thing is that those who are sensing what the Lord was saying, no one, not one, prophesied that Joe Biden would win. Every single prophet has said that Donald Trump is going to win, and they stand by it, even now while things seem somewhat in the air. I have personally run across only a handful of people who have said things like, well, you know, maybe we need to be good losers, or, or uh, you know, the Lord's still on the throne even if Joe Biden wins. I just can't believe that all the Christian leaders would be confused, not hearing from God, all of them. I remember when Y2K happened around 2000, remember there were all these predictions that the computers were going to crash and everything else. And back at the time, and I'm going by memory, it seemed to me that the prophets were kind of split 50-50. It was the end of the world or it wasn't the end of the world. There's nothing like that this time. And you just have to wonder what that means. But I think that if you, like me, are a conservative and believe that our country was headed in the wrong direction or is headed in the wrong direction and believe that Donald Trump, imperfect as he is, has given us a reprieve, as imperfect as he is, is, supports life, supports Israel, you know, the things that are important to us, religious freedom, and that the other side who has talked, kind of boasted that in their first days in office, if they actually get there, they're going to do all kinds of things, including passing the so-called Equality Act, which the title sounds nice, doesn't equality. We all believe in equality, but really it's a radical LBGT agenda that would be codified into law and basically punish anyone who speaks to oppose it, including those who believe that morally we need to follow what God says, not what the politically correct and very, very liberal leftist crowd says. And that's one of the dangerous things is when the government gets so powerful that it can be used to persecute those of us who are Christians. 
But if you believe that maybe there's something up, I just say keep praying. (laughs) That's what we need to do. In fact, I'm looking here at a number of the articles that we ran. Here we ran one on November 4th from Jeremiah Johnson, who is a, a younger prophet who's getting more prominence. And I've interviewed him several times. You can go on my podcast network and check out some of them. But here's one where he calls for immediate intercession. I did a panel with Janet Porter and Rabbi Kurt Landry last Sunday. I actually woke up wanting to know what I should say, because, of course, the day before Saturday, Joe Biden had declared victory in the evening, and I didn't really know what to say. I tried to get several prophetic voices on, because due to schedule and the shortness of time, I was at only able to get two on. We did a Zoom call. You can watch it on charismanews.com. But they both said Trump will be vindicated. And they said Trump will win. And I just think that's very interesting. Now, I am doing some other panels. In fact, I'm doing one later today with some prophetic types. Of course, we'll report that on charismanews.com too, where I'm asking the question. It'll be interesting, you know, as the days pass and more information comes out, what people say. Uh, my longtime friend Rebecca Heglin uh, sent something out via email, and I said, boy, this is so good. Could we put it online? And the headline says, why we must wait on the Lord for the final election results. And she's saying that despite that Joe Biden has uh, claimed victory, the election is not over, and his legal team is hard at work and in the courts calling for election integrity until the legal challenges have been resolved and recounts completed, the election is not finalized. You know, there are just so many reports of voter fraud. There have been some whistleblowers, uh, one of them from the post office. There was this big deal. The New York Times even said that he recanted his story. He didn't. You know, there's election fraud, and isn't it interesting? It is only alleged on the Democratic side, and this is not the first time. We've had uh, cases of this in the past, and in fact, in my book, Guide Trump in the 2020 Election, which you can still get in many, many places, even though the election is now over, but I have a whole chapter on why Trump might lose, and one of the biggest reasons was potential voter fraud, and I actually dig into that quite a bit. You also ought to look at what Michael Brown, who I think is one of the most articulate Voices in the Christian community for our Christian values. He opines about this. Here's He wrote one on the 6th about the elections in 40 chess. And he you know, talks about how, as a boy, he watched that epic chess battle between Boris Spatsky and Bobby Fischer. And, you know, and he relates to things he saw in that chess game about what he sees happening now. It's a very interesting read. You know, I could go on and on about this, and I will probably do some other podcasts as well, but I just wanted to share this. I wanted to get it out there on my podcast. I know people are interested in it. Uh, People even ask me, you know, what do you believe God is saying? And members of my own family have asked me. I was at the gym, and a couple of people there were Christians and conservatives, and they were asking me, and, you know, it's very subjective, We each have to kind of determine in our own hearts what we believe God is saying. But take heart. 
they're, the voices from the Christian community are saying, don't give up. The election's not over. Believe God. Believe that the prophets are, are true. And that's kind of where I am. You know, if Donald Trump actually concedes, then I will say it's over. <laughs> Until then, I am not willing to say that Joe Biden is the president-elect. I'm just not willing to do it. And uh, I live down here in Florida, and those of you who are old enough will remember the election of 2000. The media declared Al Gore to be the winner. We had a recount that, if I remember correctly, lasted 37 days down here in Florida. And George W. Bush ended up winning by 537 votes, if I remember correctly. It's been a long time, but... That went to the Supreme Court, as I believe this one will. And, you know, also there's all these strategic things. Maybe I'll report on them later. I'm kind of collecting this information. It's kind of hard to know what's true and what's not. You know, I hate to pass along rumors, but I'll just mention some of the things I've seen by some Republican strategists who may or may not be Christians. I don't really know. But saying that the Trump people almost did a sting operation by getting some of these ballots to have watermarks on them to prove which ones were valid and which ones weren't, and that they can prove that they're just massive voter fraud. Also, if this ends up not being resolved in the Electoral College in the normal way, it bounces to the state legislatures where the state, you know, each state has like a, a Senate a state Senate and a state House of Representatives, and it will be voted by them. And the Republicans control the state legislatures 30 to 20, which means you know how that they're going to side with Donald Trump. And, you know, these are things that are a little bit beyond my pay grade. I mean, I don't move in those circles. I am going to look into a couple of these things and report what I find out uh, in the way that someone like Bill O'Reilly does try to look at it more from a spiritual point of view, but I'm saying that even apart from what the prophets say or what the prophets said before the election, there's more and more coming out. So that's kind of my message today. This election is not over. We need to believe God. I know people who are fasting and praying. I've actually done some fasting myself, and I certainly am praying that this election will be decided for Donald Trump, and not just to have a Republican in the, in, in the White House, although the Republican policies are so, so, so much better. But also, if this voter fraud exists, as it appears it does, we have got to get rid of it. You know, Donald Trump has been against the deep state, but it almost seems like the deep state, and all, which exists in states, not just at the federal level. Uh, is to have tried to kind of rig this election. The same thing with the media. This has got to be broken. And if we don't break it, there's going to be no integrity in the election system. A Republican will never be elected again. You know, Biden is even talking, or there was a lot of discussion during the election about that they would pack the Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court becomes another super legislature, so to speak, and they can shoot down any conservative laws or policies that come before the Supreme Court. It would just be awful. I could go on and on, but I think I've made my point. So I'll wrap up this edition of my podcast. I will invite you, as I usually do, to uh, share it with others. 
Go on iTunes and give us a good review. Some of the other podcast networks, you can do the same thing. You can also subscribe to get the podcast regularly. And I thank you for listening. I thank you for making my podcast grow and grow and grow. Uh, Last year, the podcast for The Strang Report was 2.2 million, which was just phenomenal. The year before that, the whole year, it was only a quarter of a million, and I've had almost a quarter of a million so far in the month of November. So, I mean, it's just grown exponentially. And right now, the Strang Report by itself is almost to double what it had last year. And then, of course, if you add this other guy, Trump, in the 2020 election, and it was just really my way to try to segment the things that were really about politics and the election And I really am trying to uh, focus more on spiritual things on the Strang Report. Of course, I call it the podcast to inspire you to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. And right now there's a spiritual warfare going on. And I wrote about this in my books. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. There are some very serious spiritual things going on that goes way beyond the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. It's manifested that way in a lot of ways. But we have got to pray. We've got to be strong. This is the hour for the body of Christ. We've got to stand up and take our place spiritually. And I believe that that's beginning to happen. And I'm, I believe that I, I see a new boldness in the part of a lot of, of ministries and churches where Christians have been too passive for too long, which is a, frankly part of the problem. There are many people who are prophesying that a great spiritual revival is coming. And I believe that that's true. And I believe one of the things is that there's going to be a miracle. People are going to call it a miracle. Of course, a lot of people probably be upset, but it's going to be a miracle. And if Donald Trump is vindicated, and if he is elected, there are going to be a lot of people, even in the secular culture, who know that this was an answer to prayer. And also, I might add that it proves that the prophetic is something from God that we need to pay attention to. You know, the secular community doesn't pay attention to the prophetic at all. They wouldn't even understand it, and they probably think it so, you know, depending on their point of view, that it's just so much superstition. But we know that it's one of the valid gifts given in the New Testament for the church, and it's here for today. And God is raising up prophets. In fact, in Amos, it says that God does nothing except that he first speak to his prophets. So that's where I'm coming from. And uh, as it, you know, I'm a journalist. I was trained as a journalist, but I've also been a Christian really since I was a child, except for a few bumpy years when I was in high school and college. And you know, I've been covering the spirit-filled community, the Pentecostal community, charismatic community, the conservative evangelical community now for four and a half decades. And I'm certainly no expert. I don't mean to come across as an expert, but I am an observer. And I do have a point of view, and that's what I'm trying to share with you today. I hope what I've shared has been helpful. So tune in again tomorrow for another podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Strang. Thank you for listening. 